Jane. Hey, Issa. <laughs> Hi, Issa. This is Under the Bleachers. We're two adults who watch and discuss movies for teens. This week, Do Revenge, a Netflix movie that uh, I forced Jen to switch to instead of her namesake, Jane. That's okay. Is, is that okay? I have something to look forward to in my life, which is watching the movie Jane. Hopefully for I, free as well. I'll add. I just like, I got texts about it. I was marketed, it was marketed heavily to me. Um, I was having a hard time. I was having a hard time. I was in DC. I don't like DC. Jane really likes DC. I don't like DC. I was just like having. Why a don't you week. like it? My impression of DC is like two or three nice bars. Walk for twenty minutes with nothing have you, there. Have you been outside two or three of nice bars? Du- you're in Dupont though. Well, I've I've been. My friend used to live in Adams Morgan, so I like which is like there. all bars. Yeah, but also like not where most people are i don't know that's not true isa okay, 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 okay. it's that's I, I not like correct Admo. i like okay you know what i like admo fine yeah i like admo fine isa is but you didn't un, meet un, walt you didn't meet walt and Annis morgan you're uninformed about dc you i met meet- walter my boyfriend in columbia heights but we yes. spent a lot of time in admo together that bar is fine okay anyway we should stop talking about this you had a story for me okay first of all We're i do never want to clarify agree. that anyway. isa doesn't actually know dc and she maybe okay. never will because she's not open-minded. But here's my story. Yep, that's fine. Um, Issa likes to rollerblade. And <laughs> I had another friend invite me to do rollerblading with her. And we were going to go rollerblading in East Orange at this, like, rollerblading community. Wow, I could, like, excuse me? Okay, anyway. I could rent rollerblades there and I don't have to go into New York to do it. And wow. then hours later, she messaged me that she had broken her wrist rollerblading and was <gasps> going to the ER. Wait, so she not only did she invite you and then you didn't say anything to me, but also she rollerbladed I was going ahead to, of time without you. Here's the you. thing. <laughs> no, so she was actually like rollerblading multiple times and I think she like went out at her lunch break without pads on. I was going to tell you this, but I didn't know how to be like my friend invited me rollerblading and now has a broken wrist. Oh, I thought you were going to be like, I didn't know how to be like my friend invited me rollerblading and you're not allowed to come. I mean, you're definitely <laughs> allowed to come, but like. Now we can't do it because she has a broken wrist. She also yeah, wasn't wearing know, padding. But people like that will like always skate, you know, like my friend who skateboards a lot in New York and like kind of knows the community, he like also broke his wrist recently and the last time I saw him, he like had us over for dinner and he was like, oh yeah, like I was skating yesterday and I was like, you literally have a thing on you, like a brace on your wrist. My friend is a fine. different, she's a different case. Like she's taking lessons just to like learn how to skate. So she's like a newbie so I and I think she's that. pretty, she's been pretty like scared by the situation but i think she'll get back on that horse that the, um, or the yeah. blade the wheels <laughs> it does um it does make it does remind me to put on pads because sometimes i'll just put on the helmet which like obviously the helmet is the most important thing and i think wrist pads are the second most important because if you fall you're, you're gonna stop i do like fall. them I do yeah like i think they're they cool and you can go Bang bang! They make you, you look like them. a roller derby girl. Okay, you had another um, you had another thing to tell me that I helped you um do. Oh, um, since Issa has sort of spurred my makeup, my reintroduction to makeup, she Thanks. also has uh empowered me to make returns because the way makeup works is if you buy something and you return it, they just like toss it in the dumpster. And I was like, I don't know about this, but the truth is, um. I'm just going to return things anyway. But also think about like how many other 
pieces of it get wasted for other random reasons. But also, like, you can't, like, makeup is so expensive that if you don't like it and you're not using it, my new thing is, like, you gotta, you know. The truth is, if you buy a wake up, like, it is already wasted. Like, it is already. Did I? (laughs) I think I combined makeup with waste. That's cool. Here's the thing. If you buy makeup and you don't like it, like, it's already wasted. Like, it's already it's already in the landfill. That's a good, it's just that's gonna, a good point. Because you're, about, in you're your gonna put it in the landfill, so you might as well put it now. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. get your cash back. Yeah, and get your money back in this economy. You know. Um, but I also do feel like I went through a deep makeup buying process where, like, I wasn't an informed consumer, and now I feel better. Like, I feel like I can make better choices. Yeah. Okay. Jane said to me. So some of you, if you if you follow this podcast. Maybe actually, Jane. I have a story that my friend is like mad that we haven't shouted him out. Anyway, um, he's he's like vibrating now that I'm saying this. Um, but I was gonna say that if you've listened to this podcast, you know that Jane went back on TikTok for a little bit, um, to look at seventeen year olds mumbling. Um, but also, you then Facebook messaged me and you were like, "I've seen all the videos. <laughs> I'm done." And I was like, "Okay, <laughs> how did you decide that you had seen all the videos?" Obviously, I'm I'm being silly and funny and flirty when I say that, but at the same time, the videos became repetitive where, like, they were just telling me the same thing and telling me to buy the same products. And another message I sent you was, like, I'm just going to buy all the things they tell me and then leave, and that's sort of what I did. Like, everything they told me to buy that I connected with, I just bought, and now I feel free. So you didn't, you didn't experience something I experienced, which is that when a new makeup product drops, like every bitch that I follow is like doing their same video of putting it on and it is thrilling to watch. So that would be nice. Maybe I will like when something new drops, I'll just tell you like, Hey, watch these like three models. I have the same. I have like missed TikTok. Like I have like envisioned TikTok. And if I find any mumbling teenagers saying like what their middle name is and shit, like I'll send it to you because (laughs) it's, I love her. We wish her all the best, you know? She's gonna be she's gonna be doing so much content. In if her this life. gets back to her, please let please let us know and please connect us to her. Um she can she, be on the She the could show. be a star. Speaking of teen stars. Oh well, not there's really. so many. No, not, there's so many really teens. Oh yeah. Wait, right. how many is Camila Mendez? Or how many? <laughs> how old how old is Camila Mendez? That's like Spanish, right? Like how many years do you have? I know Spanish. Um, She is Latina. Okay, sorry. She is a woman of color, as mentioned twice in this movie. I think she's Brazilian, yeah. I think she's like 25. That's like 1994. Oh, she's only a year younger than me. So she's 28. Damn. Damn. She looks good. (laughs) Yeah, she looks awesome. Okay, Jane, did you know anything about this movie when the trailer came out? Or like, had you seen the trailer? I forget. Yes. I actually tweeted about this movie before we decided to watch it. Before you decided to watch it. I tweeted about it and I was like, it had Austin Abrams. Is that his name? I say it wrong. I was like, Austin Abrams, high school, revenge, whatever. I was like, this, I have to see this. So You know what I said? I said Austin Eyebrows because his eyebrows (laughs) look so good in it. Like, I don't know what, like... Someone needs to tell me what the fuck product they use, but it looks so good. I think eyebrows. that nickname should stick. Austin eyebrows. Like I think that Thanks. should be a thing. Um, but yeah, so I saw that I saw this movie and I was like, this this is fully for me. So when you brought it to me, I wasn't like, like it made sense. Yeah, I was a little like, is this a teen movie? But the way it was marketed on Netflix was teen enough that I thought it was okay. And then also, um, I just got a lot of texts from people being like they're excited about it. Anyway, um. 
uh do revenge just came out like two days ago it is uh written and directed by jennifer Caton robinson who um her best known uh movie i think is this movie called someone great had, had you watched that jane it's like a rom-com with the girl from jane the virgin and gina rodriguez and she um she breaks up with Lakeith Stanfield, and then it's about like her getting over her breakup with the friend, with the help of her friends, with the friend Wait of a her second. helps. Am I making something up? Is this the same author? Author? Is this the author. same writer that like Taylor Swift? Does she really? Does Taylor Swift really like the movie Something Great and wrote the song? Whoa! Something I. You know what? I'll what are you, to you saying? Okay, there is a movie on Netflix that Taylor Swift was obsessed with, and she liked it so much that she wrote the song um like a thousand oh you're cuts. so right you're so right i'm looking at the wikipedia right now <gasps> so this is okay okay guess what a song on 1989 was cited as the inspiration for the movie and then yep. taylor swift found out about that and it inspired oh my god i didn't know this it's act. well i heard a slightly different story but it is like this full circle thing where like the writer of the movie was inspired by 1989 and taylor swift was inspired by the movie to write a song it's beautiful I like the movie fine. I think that it was a little, you know, when you watch a movie and you're like, this is okay, you're doing, you're pandering to me too much, you know? Mm, well, I do know that feeling. Which is, <laughs> okay. She also worked on the new Thor that has um, Lady Thor in it. LT. <laughs> I need to watch that actually, just because I want to see if, um, if Natalie Portman actually looks buff. Because um, she started lifting or CGI. Um, I'm always whenever there's like a lady version of the super person. I'm always like, are they wives? Are they girlfriends? Are they moms? Are they sisters? Especially if they're green, right? Yeah, I was like, and but there, I watched the trailer for Hulk Lady. Are they and, wives? Are they girlfriends? I messaged moms? that to you. Are I was like, sisters? what is she? And then later she like mentions like going on a date with someone or something like that. And I was like, oh, okay, 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 it's her brother. What else can you be That's if you're a, so... woman, a cousin? That's beautiful. Um, setting us up with the gender roles. I would. I also wanted to say two things of interest about this director to you. One is that at 16 years old, she moved to L.A. to audition for Hannah Montana to play ah. not Miley Cyrus, but the best friend character. And she reached <laughs> the final round. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> and she reached the final round of auditions, but didn't get it. But that's like notable enough that it's in her Wikipedia. And that like... It's so interesting that there are multiple universes where someone else is Miley Cyrus. Do you know what I mean? Like, someone else yeah. played Hannah Montana, yeah. and then someone else is... Like, in another universe, there is a pop star who isn't Miley Cyrus who also played Hannah Montana. Do you know what I mean? Wait, also, I need to go back to the super person thing. Okay. If siblings are both super people, does that imply there is a, like, Genetic. extended family of Hulks? Do you know what I mean? Like, is there a unit? Is there like a cousin, planet? Cousin Hulk. Is there a planet of Hulks? Like, how does someone become a Hulk? Nephew Hulk. <laughs> Great Grand Hulk. Okay. Um. It, I'm it serious. Is, I want to know. I, you know, it's a it's a great question, and I think like they should figure that out. I think they should figure that out. I could I just watch the you. show and then here's see if something else any I need to tell you that I think you'll be interested in is that this this director is set to write, direct, and executive produce a center stage TV series. Wow, good for center her! It's, man, series. she has like a really. The, good I think it's like the right fit career. Yeah. Like that, okay. if I was a writer in TV, I would want to do this type of writing. I would, yeah, exactly, same. Um, I have a question. Um, what's your relationship with Camila Mendes from Riverdale? Um, I have always been a fan of most of the actors on Riverdale in the sense that I think that they are better than the show. Not to say that the show is not worth watching, just that like 
they have a career beyond the show, which is, I think, notable to do to, to do a show that's so iconic and then, you know, still have juice to give. Yeah. Um, I've always been a Lily Reinhardt stan. Okay. And so for that reason, I feel like I um, overlooked Camilla. But then I really liked her in that Groundhog's Day Andy Samberg movie. Groundhog's Day. I know what you're talking about. Palm Springs. And Palm Springs, I just Palm like, I, I like her and I feel like I'm a fan of hers now. I like her too. And I think like, I'm glad she's getting her flowers. Like, it seems like Lily is doing like a lot more things, but maybe Camilla is like spacing them out more and like choosing better. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe that's a hot take. Um, She is from Virginia. She has Brazilian parents. Her mom is a flight attendant and her dad is a business executive, which is another way of saying like she's a rich person that became an actor. But um, she also um basically like went to NYU, like met Maggie Rogers and like met all these other people that like, I guess like she- Maggie Rogers like met a bunch of actors in NYU and like started putting them in um music videos and stuff. But um, I wanted to say her first acting job was an IKEA commercial. Cool. Also, I- she, wait, dated, um, she dated um, she dated that. What do you mean matter? Like, She's just a good singer. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Um, okay, awkward. <laughs> I've never she listened dated, to her. <laughs> she dated Charles Melton. Footface yeah. Charles Melton. The The Wikipedia entry says, Mendez dated her Riverdale co-star Charles Melton in October 2018, but broke up in December 2019. They got back together in June 2021 and subsequently broke up sometime later. <laughs> Who is doing this? <laughs> Me. Um, wait, Issa, you sent me a fun TikTok. Another reason why I like Camila Mendez. Am I saying her name right? I think so. I don't know. I have no idea. So her and Lily and like the other people from Riverdale, they seem to have like a fun relationship with their audience and like they make fun TikToks and like yeah. they just seem to be I want to pretty be cast, down to earth yeah. and like aware. Um and they they did this <laughs> they did this video of them like just looking at the camera being like, What if we dated people that weren't our co-stars? Yeah. And I I really appreciate that. And it also is amazing that they continue, like, they have to work with their ex-boyfriends and they, they do it so professionally. Yeah, and they all look like a fun co-worker bunch on that set. And, like, it looks like they're kind of bored a lot of the time because they're on X season of Riverdale. But they at least, like, like hanging out. The guy who plays Archie, I forget his name, like, uh, KJ Appa, does a lot of, like, interesting funny TikToks where he's, I don't know. He's, ex- he's maybe exploring doing a little his bit gender. Of drag. Yeah, yeah. Okay, um, I wanted to ask you, Jane, if you knew Maya Hawk at all, like, because you don't watch Stranger Things, which is where I think she's in Stranger Things. She's in season two or three onwards. So she's not like an original. She's not an original gang of kids, Stranger Things, but she like becomes Steve, good hair, hot boy, Steve's friend, lesbian friend, lesbian friend. Is she queer IRL? Like, why is she? Or does she just look like a lesbian? Great question. Uh, I did not look this up, surprisingly. I hope she is because she they definitely seem to be, like, branding her as, like... Because she also plays... In Stranger Things, she also plays, like, a queer person who, like, is longing for someone, kind of, you know, mm. and is, like, Where's unfortunate in love. Oh, I'm so awkward and ugly. I'm only the child of Ethan Hawke and Uma Thurman and look exactly oh like Uma Thurman. Yeah, uh, my only knowledge of her, I mean, the fa- I didn't even know she was in Stranger Things. Someone posted a video on on Twitter of her, like, meeting her fans, and she just seemed really, she was just being really sweet to them, and, like, Aww. they were, they, it was just, like, a really nice video. So that was my impression of her, which was a brief but positive one. She was also in a Little Women adaptation in 2017, which I was like, what's that? 
uh don't remember that and then she was an extra or a side character in once upon a time in hollywood um which there was too much overwhelming stuff going on in that movie so i definitely didn't notice her but i didn't know that ethan hawk and uma thurman met on the set of gattaca do you have a relationship with the movie gattaca yes i i've said this <gasps> we we had to all go into the auditorium and watch gattaca in my middle school <laughs> that's beautiful teachers teachers love gattaca you know because there's there's like a moral lesson in there, but also science. And also hot people. Jude Law in a wheelchair? You don't like Jude Law? I no, I like hot. him. Okay, okay. He's a bad man, but I like him. Um, Maya Hawk modeled for Vogue at the beginning of her career. She was blah, 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 blah boring model stuff. She did a Calvin Klein stuff that was, and then she was, oh, you know what she was? She was supposed to play the Little Mermaid in like, a planned live action adaptation before this like recent one um and sofia coppola like wanted her to play it but the producers wanted cgm chloe chloe grace france i know this tale and then mm-hmm. okay and then you know the ending they that sofia coppola left and then yep. chloe left and then new new whole thing yeah tricky uh Best of luck to Chloe. Actually, CGM is coming out in a TV adaptation of a sci-fi book that I really, really love. And I'll send you the trailer after this. I'm like a little worried about it because it has the potential to be just like very forgettable, random sci-fi show. But I like thought the books were really fun and sort of like, it's not like the books were like incredible, but I was like, this would make a really good TV show, you know? Yeah, I, I um, see that. I see that as a good thing for her. Anyway, my point about Maya Hawk is, like, she's always, she's supposed to be the awkward, like, quote-unquote ugly lesbian, but she, like, has modeled, like, literally the Wikipedia says, like both her mother and grandmother, <laughs> Hawk modeled for Vogue. I'm like, what are, what is, what are they doing? Anyway, let's jump right in. Oh, my God. Scholarship teen, Drea, has concocted the perfect life. She sends her boyfriend Max a topless video, but at school the next day, everyone has seen it. Drea punches Max and gets put on probation. That summer at tennis camp, Drea meets queer, cool Eleanor, who is transferring to Drea's high school for senior year. They they bond over being wronged. Back at school, Drea is the, quote, fallen queen. She learns that her former BFF Tara is dating Max. Eleanor runs into her former friend Carissa, who once spread a rumor that Eleanor held her down and tried to kiss her. Drea suggests they each do each other's revenge. Okay, not to start this off talking about the men, but um, Austin Eyebrows is doing great in this. This is potentially, like, his best work, I I would think. Like, yeah. Okay. You're nodding. I feel like I saw something special in him. Like, I feel like the moment we saw him in that bad movie. In Tall Girl? Or wait. No, was in, that in? in in like looking for whatever or like wait that was following. Him? <laughs> he was in one of those following things. looking for. <laughs> he, I think he was in looking for Alaska. I saw something special in him, and I just knew he had it in him. I'm so attracted to him, and I don't know why. Um, that this all being said, so just acknowledging that I love him, I would think paper towns. that paper towns. Thank you. In another decade like this role wouldn't go to the skinny like small boy you know what i mean like we're having a timothy chalamet sure, like yeah. small boy era um i thought where, i said it was very zoomer too where he's like wearing one earring yes he's like he, even he is like dipping into the queerness um but i'm imagining a hemsworth in this role or or something like that oh you um, know like come full circle because i think it was a hemsworth in this if it was a millennial movie, a Hemsworth would be in this role, and then it would 
swing to Timothy Chalamet and you're thinking the pendulum will swing back. One day I'm I'm certain it will, but I'm yeah. you know what I feel like I can adapt to having the skinny boys in this role. He's so he just works for me. I don't even know why. Like I don't uh, know why. I I don't. I'm not attracted to him, which is why I think it's notable that I'm like this is his great. This is his best work. Like he does a great impression of like a boyfriend who knows exactly what to say. Like in the start of this movie, when you're just like, oh, he's kind of a douche. Like <laughs> the face he gives her in the car when he says "love you" is like super calculated. Um, so distracted by the eyebrows. Anyway, also his friend his black friend that unfortunately doesn't get a lot of good lines is pope from outer banks wow okay they're hot there are so many there are so many like minor teen stars it's incredible but like like, did you i totally didn't recognize him because i don't remember watching that first episode of outer banks and being like god that guy is hot and like that guy in this well first of all they put everyone in incredible outfits for every Mm -hmm, single person very good clothing but like when that guy opened his mouth, I was like, wow. <laughs> like, I love his voice. Like, I wish he had a bigger part in this movie. That's one of my critiques. I wish that guy had more. I will say I was distracted because his first line, one of his first lines was like, oh, shit, which is the most stereotypical black line yeah, in a rom-com. Say, love to say, oh, shit. Okay. Um, so what are, what are your impressions as this movie is starting? I really like it. It's over the top. The, as you said, the outfits are amazing. We're in, we're we're first at her party, um, which is for like a magazine cover. It's not even like for a birthday. She's just gorgeous. She has her gorgeous best friend from Yes God Yes. There are there's like she has like a harem of women who like one's from Pretty Little Liars. Um, yeah. One I recognized from dating in new york i think i mean just like there's so i forget so many minor teen stars yeah it's incredible i'm just this is actually this movie is like for us yeah (laughs) okay i think i also think like the very the reason that all the like extremely rich people party like stuff is fun is that it's also very stylized like the whole aesthetic is very stylized it actually reminds me of the politician in the first season Mm. where it's like rich people but you can tell it's like almost yeah, it's just like they're they're doing art, like they're trying to like make fun, fun scenes and fun shots in the way in almost on, honestly in the way that like Cher's outfits and Clueless are very stylish. You know, it's not yes. just like the difference between this and like um, Elite, where it's just like everyone's wearing super expensive outfits, but it's just kind of all over. Um, and also every scene, I was like, I would wear her earrings. Mm. <laughs> every yeah, she, scene, she looks lovely. I just wanted to say. That Austin Abrams did get to kiss Lily Reinhardt too. So he's gotten to kiss the two mm. leads of Riverdale. Um, and Veronica. Did you notice? Did you recognize the character who plays the character Gabby? She gives the tour in the beginning. She's in Hello, Goodbye, and everything all oh, at once. Oh, obviously. I literally, I was, I watched this one day and I was like, I hate her. <laughs> I was I like, think you don't I like fucking her? hate Gabby. No, I I hated her in Hello Goodbye, but I actually thought she was way better in this. Yeah, she's I better. Think she just she shouldn't be the main character. Mm. She's a good like quippy side character. Do you agree? Yeah, I yeah, I, I preferred her here. But she's also, hot. She's a better like movie. I, I'm attracted to her. Um, that sounded awful. Anyway, um, I was gonna ask you, were there any outrageous birthdays at your high school that like everyone knew about? Or just, like, big birthdays of popular people? Not that I know of. Maybe. maybe I feel like there were... Or bar mitzvahs. 
the, there was the bat mitzvah where the kid had uh, the American Idol twins that I talked about in another episode. American <laughs> Idol twins. Twins who were on American Idol. This is what happened to me that time too, which I was like, I can't believe I don't know who you're talking about because I watch so much American Idol. But that's okay. Um, There was this girl that uh, I was not friends with her. I was not popular enough to be friends with her. And I knew that she had a birthday party at her house and that like, she had this like magical looking backyard with like fairy lights and like beautiful like like a cocktail party essentially for like a fucking 14 year old or whatever but what i remember is like she lived kind of close to me so one day we like drove by her house like on the way back from school or something and i just looked and like i was like oh maybe i'll catch a glimpse of this like party backyard and it was just like a big wall like build the wall trump style like you cannot see anything like all around her house it was actually quite ugly but i'm sure it was like nice inside she her parents basically built a compound wait was it just for the party (laughs) no 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 in general like that's what their house looked like (laughs) and you just went just for this event like i just went to look at it because i heard about that yeah yeah because like otherwise (laughs) i was like oh she's like a popular girl like whatever i'll never you know my life will never intersect with hers but like because i live near her i was like maybe i can see it you know i like that maybe i can watch it from afar you're this makes sense to me i also okay i have another like driving past a cool kid party story actually which is that um we were driving in a car um me and like my two besties were like hey we should we were like on the way back from something it was like a bunch of people in the car like there were other people um and we're like hey we should drive past this party and just like we're none of the people in the car were invited and we like drove past we were like kind of like crouched up up at the window like being like oh my gosh we see that popular person and like the guy that this person is hooking up with and stuff like that and then as a joke the person who was driving flipped on all the lights so that everyone outside could see us all crouched up at the window like looking at the party and we screamed so like i just remember being like that's the biggest gotham anyone has ever got no one has ever got me like better you know like that's the biggest gotham how many parties have you like done this to (laughs) (laughs) like spied on those are the two notable ones it's also funny because like you you are the party and like you're always invited (sighs) to the party that's not that's not the reality of like my teen years i i i was like a i read books girl you know you were in the corner watching her kiss her um okay a few other comments sarah michelle geller is the head mistress uh i think she's just like the adult version of cruel intentions we i've (laughs) i've watched cruel intentions recently and like i really think that the cruel intentions character just grew up and became this person oh yeah that's Um, fine i'm fine with that that is canon but she's blonde right yeah i guess she is is weird i don't like that wait you don't think of sarah michelle geller as blonde Oh, I don't think of that Cruel Intentions character yeah. as Blonde. Fair, yeah, fair, fair. Sorry, sorry. Um, okay, a few fun lines. <laughs> Camila Mendez says, so much for believing women. I thought that made me giggle. Yeah, I I did get a lot of, that's good. Like, in the in the first, first like, hour of this movie, I was like, it's good. It's good. And then <laughs> um, Mia Hamm is talking about how she was outed and then also there was a rumor spread about her and she was like, I don't care about being outed. Everybody's fucking gay. Yeah, that is funny. Her name is not Mia Hamm, but that's okay. Mia Hamm, the soccer player, is actually the star of this movie. <laughs> um, did and you, then, what did you think about Sansa from Game of Thrones? I didn't recognize her at first. 
Uh, Did you recognize her when she was speaking in a British accent or no? No, I... Re- I <laughs> oh, so my God. Okay, I really okay. didn't recognize her and I... I don't know. Here's the thing. Here's what I'll say. Her acting is better than the last time I saw her act, which was when she was talking about Lemon Squares in Game of Thrones. <laughs> and just how she enjoys... Her only personality trait was enjoying Lemon Squares. Oh, because you didn't... Yeah, because you didn't watch her later in Game of Thrones. She has, like, more stuff in Game of Thrones. Besides She does a lot. She does a lot. She does a lot later. Like, she gets to, like... It's sort of like, oh, like, teen girl makes a... Teen girls are actually powerful. That's, like, her storyline, essentially. That's you know what I that's mean? an important message, and I'm sad I missed that, and um, I would have learned yeah, a lot. Yeah, if I could just do a supercut of all of her storyline and send it to you, like, I think you'd actually like it. <laughs> supercut of Sansa. Um, um, I think she was great. I think, like, her I don't do cocaine screaming was, like, really funny to me. I, like... She is she is just like a celebrity cameo in it though. But just, I think it's fine. Really you feel that way? That she's a cameo, like celebrity cameo? So mostly I feel that way because like I think the way they styled her makes her look like her like on the red carpet. Mm. Like I don't think she looks like a teen girl and everyone else kind of does. Mm. I don't know. I I think her styling was off. I think like she she's also like way taller than I thought, so maybe I was just Oh my distracted. god, she is tall. She's so tall. Yeah, she's a, she's like model. Notably, I think I think a lot of side characters and sort of like small characters in this are all fucking good. Like yes. everyone, the harem, just, everyone just like aced their line. Totally, know? they're eating it up. I love the tour. There's this like me- they do the kind of the meta. Oh yes, yes. I was where... like, this is Jane's favorite part. Yeah. It is. <laughs> As I said, I love a tour, but in this in this movie, they went like, we're gonna follow like the '90s cliche, and I'm gonna give you the tour. And I was like, okay, this. But you're then, looking at me. Um, and then they go through and there's like the farmer club and the astrology queens. I know. Like, I thought it was like very Zoomer. Like here are the astrology people. Here are the theater kids playing zip zap zap. Like I thought that was very fun. It was fun. I'm going to raise a question and we can talk about it throughout the rest of the episode. Do you okay. think that this movie is Gen Z or millennial? Like I feel sometimes I felt that it's a movie that was aimed at Gen Z written by millennials great point i think that that matches my impression of the writer like the writer is just a good chameleon at soaking up like whatever the memes are like they're just maybe online <laughs> um but i also think that like chameleon chameleon i think the outfit meme. i think the <laughs> i think that the the styling and like the i think the styling and like how the caliber of like everyone's acting like gen zers would watch this and be entertained i I mean, obviously, this is, like, the last question we talk about, but at this point in the movie, I'm like, yeah, I could see it, you know? And the music, right now, we have, we we start off with Olivia Rodrigo. Yeah, which I think is well-timed. Oh, yeah. It's so hard because Olivia Rodrigo's music, I think, just explodes serotonin in your brain. So, like, I can't tell if I'm just like, oh, yeah, this is in a good, this is a good match for this part (laughs) of the movie. Or if I'm just, like, like, Pavlov's dog, like, ringing the bell, you know, drooling. Um, My question for you is, has anyone at your school ever got in trouble at a school event for possession of alcohol or drugs? Because this is the, like, this is the bit of, like, cocaine at the tennis camp? Mm -hmm. Big time. Um, Not me. Notable stories. So... My, the way the, the, the dance structure of my high school is that there's a semi-formal in the fall and then a the prom in the not fall. And the, the prom, semi-formal the movie, sorry. like raises money for the prom. Um, and the semi-formal is just like at the school. And <laughs> the first year I went to the semi-formal, I saw 
someone touch someone else's vagina. Like, the, oh, her dress was up. You told me that, and I'm I like really saw it. Unhappy, and it was like shocking for me as a as a just a child. Um, but you saw the anyway. I saw, I saw like the outer parts of a vagina. Um, okay. Anyway, <laughs> then another year, people got so drunk that there was just like there was vomiting happening, and like I know oh. someone who like vomited at the shoes of the vice uh, principal, and then after that like huge catastrophe. They instituted, um, like, you have to sign a waiver that says, I won't drink alcohol. And then no one went. Ooh, I love to sign the pledge. The no no drinking alcohol pledge. Um, but what about, like, bringing stuff to, like, an event that was not a party? You know what I mean? I don't know about that. I, like I think just, like, trip. football games. But I was not, I, like, I was not, I was not Oh, included. like, drinking at the football game. Yeah. If that was happening, no one was offering any to me. Um, I, so when I went to Catholic school, we had, well, we're, we had like retreats for like the class and we would like go to like a, honestly, like a pretty fun, like in the mountains, like series of cabins and like have to pray a lot essentially. Um, but like when we weren't praying, <laughs> it was just like fun to be like basically at sleepaway camp with like everyone in your class. Like it was at an all-girls school, it was, like, very, it was very teen to me, like, in a very specific way. It's, like, a very, it's a thing that was, like, the peak of, like, existence <laughs> in that time of life. But, um, this, this girl that kind of had a reputation for being a little bit of a wild card, I remember, like, we were obviously at these things, like, I would not sleep, like, because everyone was just, like, roaming around doing shit. Like, I would just, like, see what people are up to. And I remember, like, sh- we bumped into her. She, like, ran up to us and was, like, hey, like, um, these guys just got mad. These guys were just, like, yelling at me. And I was like, what? Like, what just happened? And she was like, well, I, like, went down to the basketball court and, like, I think a bunch of the priests were there playing basketball. First of all, this is, like, 11 at night, so I think she's wrong. (laughs) Maybe they were just, like, smoking cigarettes or something. And she was like, I asked them if they had any alcohol and they told me to leave. (laughs) Um, And I was like, okay, well, it seems like, that that was predictable and then she ran away i didn't see her and then she got in trouble for like somehow getting alcohol another time wow um she's so just um, crafty she's great i yeah she's she's fu- she's a main character you know yeah we're all um, main I'm, characters Issa. i'm happy to no i'm happy to have like touched her orbit you know um but i i wonder if she does coke now essentially from her instagram anyway that's all it's okay she- to do coke should we move on? Just be careful. Okay. Step one, Drea. Oh, step one. Is Drea making over <laughs> Eleanor so she can get in with the popular kids? Immediately, Max invites Eleanor to a party. At the party, she has serious chemistry with Max's sister, Gabby, but leaves to do revenge reconnaissance. Of course, Max catches her in his room, but he's nice and talks about wanting to travel. Meanwhile, Drea joins the farm club to get close to Carissa. She starts a flirtation with farm club president Russ and discovers that Carissa is growing shrooms in the greenhouse. Drea's plan is to dose the food at the senior ring ceremony and then steal Max's phone to prove that he's cheating on Tara. The plan works and the headmaster finds Carissa's stash. I said, Talia Ryder needs to open her damn mouth. <laughs> the, the Gabby. Oh, you think she... Okay, I didn't she just notice needs to that. Open her mouth. She just needs to open her mouth. Okay, I'll tell her that. Um, I love a makeover. <laughs> I like that... Yes, I was excited She squeezes Glossier onto her hand. 
Um, I, d- I don't know how she convinces this woman to bleach her hair. That's a huge deal. I gotta say, just don't bleach your hair, folks. It's a lot. It's a lot. It's It takes so long and it costs so much money. Um, I really like Camila Mendez in this part. I think she's being funny and weird. And I like that for her. Like, I think that's a good spot for her to be in. I agree. I also think, like, popular girl who's very funny and scary, but also, like, silly and likes to be like, Wah. like, I think that that is real. Um, I think I think scary popular teens are often very silly and weird. And, like, that's the whole point that they can, like, post a picture being like, Wah, and, like, still be very hot. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry for continuing to make that sound. It reminds me of um, a picture I saw of Selena Gomez on Tumblr where she was like scrunching up her nose and sticking out her tongue. Exactly. And then there was lots of comments that was like, when I try to post, like when I try to post exactly. a funny and it like looks ridiculous. It's, you know, it's this, it's the same phenomenon to us. It's like the same phenomenon as when people did duck face, which is like mm. when girls were doing duck face, it was to be silly. But like when like beautiful girls do it, it's like you can also still be hot being silly, you know? Yeah. Um, so that's wow, like duck face. I mean, she just- <laughs> She just captures that so well. Um, I also said, like, similar to your point about, like, her putting the glossier in her hand, like, I can't tell if it's, like, directing choices or just, like, the actors being great at their job, but I think, like, there's, like, little gestures that people are doing that I think are really good. For My example was the glossier, like, talking to her and putting it on her hand. Oh, yeah. The other one was that um, you can tell that everyone in this movie is truly eating or drinking when they're eating or drinking. And then the other one is that before Max gives his like class president speech, he's like crouching in the corner in a cool guy way that I've seen many like, like dudes do. Do you know what I mean? Like where he's like squatting. He's prep. He's prepped and he's squatting. He's prepping. Yeah, and, and he's kind of like he's kind of like almost doing the Drake praying hands pose. You know, <laughs> like the, he's not doing that, but that's his vibe. Um, and I think that the heightened like walking down the hallway scenes in this part like make the movie really fun. They maybe remind me a little bit of Easy A. There's a lot of references here too. Yes, I w- um, I was wondering about that. First of all, I was wondering about how many scenes we have that are like straight up references to references, other movies yeah. and I'll, I'll bring up a few later but i i was wondering how you feel about references in their dialogue like manny manic pixie dream boy and like they talk about glenn close in fatal attraction which doesn't feel relevant like i haven't seen that movie oh i have seen that i i like that reference but it seems very la so maybe mm. like it seems like <laughs> a reference that children of hollywood stars would say to each other <laughs> they are in miami which is also yeah so an all interesting the f- choice i think what's what's hard is that what's hard for me actually is that it feels very la because i was reminded of the politician and so when i had that aesthetic and then i remembered it was in miami but then i looked at the wiki and it was all filmed in la anyway what? so like, they're trying to be in miami but they're why in they should have just said it in la la um, I, don't, I don't know i think because then they could go to the beach and also no, you're right. It, nothing would have been lost. Maybe I don't, <laughs> nothing would have been lost. I don't know. Maybe it's like maybe I don't know. Um, I was gonna say about these one-liners. Not exactly what you're saying about the references, but sometimes I was like, the jokes are good and they're very specific, but do they like immediately date the movie too much? Mm. Like, like especially some of the stuff that's more about like making fun of social justice, which like oh, I do, yes. which I do like, but I'm like. In five years, are people going to, like, not understand, like, what they're making fun of, kind of? And I don't, I don't know the answer to that. Like, maybe yes, maybe no. 
This um, is a post-woke movie. I don't yeah. think anyone over the age of 45 is going to enjoy this. Maybe Well, younger. I think that they'd maybe just like kind of, it would maybe just like wash over them and like the aesthetic would, but like the reference, you know, like they wouldn't. It's kind of what we were saying about bodies, bodies, bodies. You kind of have to like be online to have like a layer of understanding there and that's what i feel about this too i think you're right and maybe that's okay like i actually don't know i think like you won't know until like 10 years from now and i'll you know call you up and be like this is what we think i don't know like (laughs) i don't know 10 years from now i'll be like Let's rewatch Teen Wolf, maybe. Ooh. That's that's such an <laughs> interesting my baby. point. Like, what would I... In 10 years, you might not have a baby. You might have, like, a fucking five-year-old. Anyway, um, yeah. What will we want to watch in 10 years? Like, I think you're probably right that it would be Teen Wolf and not this. But, anyway. Um, I wanted to ask you something. What is the first bathing suit you remember kind of trying to be or feeling hot in. Or if you can't remember that, you can just do like first bikini. I remember so clearly. So I had to, I went swimming every day at summer camp, which as you can imagine was like a traumatizing thing at at some point in my life. Um, But I would always just wear like one pieces because I was a child. And then at one point I got a bathing suit that was a two piece and that the the sides were connected with with a ring. Do you know what I mean? The, the oh my god, Jane. Anyway, okay. ring. keep going. I was, yes. I was a child, and I remember my best friend at the time, who I'm going to go see for the first time today, was like, "It's a little showy." <laughs> Beautiful. But even Jane. her, like, even she was kind of like play acting, like being an adult. Jane, that was also my. First oh my god, a ring connected by ring. Oh my ring god. girls, senior <laughs> ring ceremony. <laughs> uh yeah i think it was uh i was probably it was maybe later than you i was probably like four, fourteen, maybe i don't know but mine was like also mine was a gift from i think it was a birthday gift from my two besties and i specifically remember it being um like an aqua-ish blue or like blue green and like the other thing i remember is that like over the years it was like a pretty flattering bikini like hot take maybe the ring thingy on the side is like flattering <laughs> i think like, it's cool to other that your, bikinis i think it's cool that your best friends got that for you like that's like i know i think it was also like especially in the time that i was like book girls starting to see the world you know they were like wear this <laughs> like wow you know, they opened great... your eyes <laughs> just they like the ring, ring just like the ring <laughs> on the side of the bikini they opened a hole for you to go through i don't know <laughs> What did you think about the mushroom part? Uh, for me, it's like classic in- inaccurate portrayal of drugs. My favorite is the girl sure. who's she's on her cell phone talking to her mom. She's like, please pick me up, which is exactly how I would feel if I was drugged against my will and did not know that was going to happen. I would freak out. Oh, totally. It's also like we've talked about how like a lot of movies lately have shrooms in them and we're like, huh? Yeah. <laughs> There's why? so many shrooms. Why but I also that? think that like if you've watched Midsommar, which I think is like a fairly good depiction of people on shrooms you know that it's not like being high on weed or like drunk it's like very i don't know you're kind of just like confused a lot and you're kind of like slack jawed and just like sitting there and so i almost feel like they should have just picked molly i feel similarly hallucinogenics don't don't make necessarily encourage like Fun. <laughs> mania like it, it can be yeah. fun but especially especially if you're not expecting it like 
that's that's not how you're gonna react. So I it's agree. Molly be, it's makes also just way gonna be sense. weirder. Yeah, like they were acting. Yeah, they should have just done Molly. But again, is is that like a very millennial thing to say? Like maybe that's why. Like I don't know. I the feel fact like that millennial was LSD. I feel like it's like we went from LSD oh. to mushrooms. Maybe I think yeah. I my my main complaint about this was like I wish we had any clue of why carissa was growing the shrooms like i like I'm why surprised. would you have a whole greenhouse i'm surprised like, that it wasn't whole- like um in house bunny where is it that movie someone gets in trouble for doing having a lot of weed and then it turns out that they are growing it for someone who's like going through chemo yeah like something <laughs> like that or just like i thought you would open the greenhouse and it's not that you know like there's no indication of why and it seems like we're supposed to care about carissa and um Russ? Yeah, I don't. I don't care about Okay, let's, at let's all. keep going and then let's talk about Russ. Okay. okay. With the data from Max's phone, the girls learn he cheats with half the school. One of the popular girls writes an article covering Max's perspective on being punched by Drea. Russ finds Drea crying and brings her to his art studio. They end up getting into a paint water, ball, water balloon fight and kissing. During an assembly, the girls share Max's text with the whole school, but Tara and Max spin the story to say they are Polly, only increasing their popularity. Then Drea learns she was rejected from Yale because Max sent them the article. The next plan is to take down all the popular kids by Eleanor going to the Ivy League acceptance debaucherous party and recording their sins. (sighs) (laughs) Why did you sigh? I sighed because... Do we think that the water balloon fight was a reference to 10 Things I Hate About You? Or just whatever? Uh, great point. I mean, I think that this writer is smart enough that she's just going to like employ all the tricks that she's seen before. I said, boring, boring. I hate this guy. I don't care about Russ. Messes up the timing. I also said, I hate that a fairly like well done like sexy kiss in this movie has so much paint involved it like ruined it for me i was like they would be full-on tasting and like i have had paint in my mouth because of paintball they would be p- tasting like bitterness and like it, i don't know it it just like sucks it, it ruined it i for don't me. like it i also don't like getting stains on my clothing it would be they also did you notice anxiety. that they like they fucked with her like all being showered and him like still being paint splattered like but did so, they like, did they have sex yeah, I think that's the implication. Oh, I, I thought in my mind I was like, oh, they sh- they each showered separately, and it was like a innocent moment. <laughs> no, no, no. So she showers, talks to him, right? They mm-hmm. kiss again, and then they kiss some more. She like puts the phone down and like pulls him on top of her. Oh, but she was all clean. Okay, I, I hated that. it. I hated it. Okay, we don't like paint. We don't like paint. That's, we don't like... I also just don't them. like... If you're going to be both on paint, like, yeah, fuck with both of you covered in paint and get paint on your genitals together. If one of you is showered, that's crazy. Okay. That's another insanity. Another scene I was wondering as a reference um, is after they, after they release the texts, the school is kind of going crazy and she is standing... Camila Mendez is standing in the middle of the hallway kind mm, of mm. like... Katie does in Mean Girls when there's just like mayhem yes, going. Um, definitely, you think so? Okay, awesome. With and like all the like flyers. Too. Yes. Yeah. This brings me to another point, and like my criticism of this movie. I want them to take it further. Like I want there to be more. Like I liked that there was there's a fire in the garbage can that a teacher has to run and put out. I love that. Like I wanted there to be fighting. Like I just wanted more craziness and more sure. everything. Well, I think the movie starts out, and you're like. 
wow, this is so interesting and everyone's so heightened and you're like, something wild is going to happen. And and also you get all these references and you're like, I want the movie to have its own big moment that will be a reference, you know, like its own like iconic scene. So maybe that, but like, but it, but I'm only thinking that because it does so well, like referencing other stuff. I, I also like, it's hard because I like the... I kind of like the more honest moments, but they, like, really struggled with interspersing, like, kind of more low-key stuff with, like, the more low-key, not low-key, from <laughs> Thor. <laughs> I <laughs> I like where, I liked some of those moments, like, I like where she gets um, Camilla to admit that this all sucks and she, like, cries, like, mm-hmm. but I, it's hard to, like, intersperse that with moments that are more fun, which is all the ridiculous stuff. I also... I'm not the writer, so I don't know how to do that. At this point, I'm sort of confused about, like, why the narrative is going back and forth. So sometimes we hear Camilla narrating, and sometimes we hear Mia narrating. I don't... uh, Mia! What is it? Wait, wait, what is her name? Maya Hawk. Maya. Whatever. Ethan Hawk. You know what's stupid? I didn't know that she was... I knew she was... She looks like Uma Thurman, but I didn't know Ethan Hawk, but her name is literally Maya Hawk. Anyway. But she doesn't look like Ethan Hawk at all. Good she looks her. like Uma Thurman. Yeah. Uh, Maybe yeah. So I'm so at this point I'm sort of confused. I'm also like, you know, uh, Eleanor is like pretty good at being popular. Like she's she's never. What I expected was she was going to be like awkward, and they were going to like take her under their wing because she was awkward and didn't know what she was doing. But she fits in really well. Like she knows how to be kind of sexy. So that's that's where my mind is right now. Um, yeah. Going well, into I, the I guess final. that's intent. Yeah, going in, going into like the twist. I think that's like intentional, where you're like, seems like an unreliable narrator. Yeah. <laughs> um, I had, I had one more question about teen stuff here, which was that. So like a lot of the flirting and a lot of some of the conversations that are important go on at this like couch area where like Camila can like look down from above and like see the couch stuff happening. So I said, did your high school have any like sitting area? Where, like, popular kids would, like, see and be seen at lunch. No, because my school just wasn't structured in that way. There was never – there was no lofts. Nothing was lofted. Yeah, um, but did you have any, like, lounging area? No. I mean, th- there was just, like, the cafeteria where, obviously, the popular kids, like, had their table. But not in, like, yeah. a weird way. It was just because they were all friends, so they sat yeah. together. And then there was the outside area, which was really nice. And you could sit oh. there. Yeah. So, like, what was like the most visible part of the outside area? Uh, these like wall parapets that you could sit upon. Okay. Wait. What's a parapet? I feel like I didn't. That's not like a word. <laughs> I'm worried it's not a word. Hold on. Para parapet. I have no idea. Definition. What that is. Uh, a parapet, a low protective wall along the edge of a roof, bridge, or balcony. That's essentially what it was, but it was just not on a. Roof, bridge, or balcony. I'm imagining, like, I'm imagining um, in, like, New Gossip Girl, there's, like, a courtyard, and then there's, like, a low wall, and you can, like, sit on it. Yeah. That's sort of what it was. Okay. So, like, would the hot people sit there? I mean, I would sit there. So. <gasps> no, it wasn't like that. It wasn't like that. That's you. Okay. Um, I think, like, after people would eat, I'm trying to think of, like, my all-girls school. There was, like, a, after people would eat, they, like, <laughs> they would literally, during lunchtime, like, the building with all the classrooms, they would literally, like, close, like, a gate because they, were, like, wanted us, like, not to sit in the classroom. Like, they were, like, get the fuck out. <laughs> <laughs> and so, like, when lunch is over, like, people would wait for the gate to open and, like, go back to class. And so sometimes the cool kids would, like, sit on, 
I guess like that area had like a area to the grass too and they would kind of sit on the steps. Um, but sometimes you would be like standing like waiting for the gate to open and all the cool kids are like reclining, like lounging and you're like, maybe I shouldn't be here and I should oh. like wait respectfully farther away. Mm, I get that. I don't know. Once I was scared because I saw a scary popular guy named David. Somehow he had gotten Chipotle. David. We weren't, like, allowed, like, there was never an opportunity to get food off campus. That just wasn't how my high school worked. But he had this huge Chipotle burrito and was, like, eating it really scarily. (laughs) I don't understand what part of this is scary. He's so big and he's, like, eating this huge burrito and he's like, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) He's, like, someone you're, like, he would eat me. I think I know, yeah, and, like, not in a fun, sexy way. I think, like, I understand that there's, like, people... Well, for me, when I moved to an international school and I went to school with white people for the first time, like, seeing what white boys look like in 11th grade and, like, like how, like, scary they can be was um was terrifying. There's, like, there's a look in some people's eyes that you're, like, you're right, it's not, like... It's not like this person could kill me or be a serial killer. It's like this person is an animal. Like, I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Were white boys scarier than Filipino boys, would you say? Yeah. Well, part of it was just like white people were scary. (laughs) Yeah, we are. I think white people are scary. I think like white boys are just way taller. Mm. Um, And um, also there were, in particular, I think the cool kids at this international school were like, they could eat you, you know? Mm-hmm. Let's move on. Okay. Eleanor, loving her popular life, starts ignoring Drea. <laughs> Drea confronts her, saying Max et al. are controlling her, and Elisa- Eleanor says Drea is controlling her too. Then, mm. Carissa reminds Drea that Drea was the one who started the rumor about Eleanor. Eleanor admits she's been punking Drea the whole time. For final revenge, Eleanor coerces Drea into going to the admissions party so Drea can leak the sins... And then Eleanor can pin the leak on her. At the party, Drea ends up revealing Eleanor's past. Seeing Eleanor hurt, Drea immediately apologizes and says she was her one true friend. Max steps in after reading all of their texts, says Drea used him to become popular, and admits to sending the topless video. Luckily, Eleanor had been recording. They play the video at the party and Max is destroyed. The girls reunite with their respective lovers and stay besties. Okay, what do you think? I was let down a little bit. Um, okay. I, I like the tw- I like the twist, and I think it's like super funny, and especially the way that like the way it's acted of her being like, "Oh shit, I did say that." Is like super funny. I like that she truly is just this like narcissist idiot. What I don't like is the final plan of her yeah. coercing Drea to go to the party, just because it's so unbelievable. Like it, it just none of it's really believable that she would do it. Um, or why she would do it, and then she Drea immediately like falls back on apologizing. It's a little bit like wishy washy. I don't know. What did you think? No, I agree. I think that the movie sort of dragged a little more when it was trying to like do plots. <laughs> <laughs> like I like the scene where Maya Hawk is like in the bathtub looking devious and oh, drinking lipstick. a glass of wine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she yeah, I liked it, and I I also even liked. When they're, like, all hanging out on the couch looking like new Gossip Girl and, like, Drea, um, Drea, like, looks at her and is, like, didn't you know she used to be Nora? Like, that, that hit for me, but, um, but I didn't, like, my, my thing about, 
uh, Max too is that like I think there was like too much being done with like him being like oh but then you used me and so I needed to take you down a peg and so I did this and then I did and now I'm gonna take you down like too much going on like I get that he's evil but like I like would it have been fine if he was like oh my god you're so hot I like sent it to like he didn't even think about it being bad to like send it to like because the a lot of times with revenge porn obviously like you there's situations where it gets sent to everyone like and just being cruel but like I feel like a lot of times there's a scenario where the boyfriend is like I'm gonna send it to my besties and like one of those people leaks it right so like I was kind of like that could have been a better him being like oh yeah why wouldn't I share it with my friends like you're just a piece of meat to me like that I don't know that maybe would have been more understandable not understandable but more recognizable to me Mm -hmm. i just like he was just doing too much agreed Um, agreed it it was it would have been better if everything was more simple and if the audience didn't have to kind of like parse together like oh okay so he thought he was being used so he took like it's just a little bit too much and it distracts from everything that's happening yeah and similarly when they're at the party and they finally do the scheme and they play the video of him confessing to everything it's like immediately the whole party is like mad at him and i'm like i actually don't think everyone would immediately turn against him number one number two like i would not if i were at this party i wouldn't be able to hear the video yeah (laughs) i'd be like what is he saying can someone put on subtitles yeah he's already (laughs) done a lot of shit through this movie that gets forgiven or overlooked and then suddenly just because he did send the video which if you had even like obviously he sent the video like his sister knows this like it seems like people do know this but they're pretending he didn't so it doesn't make sense that him admitting to it would change their minds um i don't love that i also kind of am confused about the whole uh eleanor punking i'm sorry that's my own word Hmm. (laughs) eleanor like taking drea down like i really like that she manipulated their meeting yeah i like the twist and i like that drea didn't even remember yeah but i don't get how she's getting her back throughout the movie like i don't know um yeah because like max already sort of like did it did yeah like (laughs) i think that um the the thing i did like even though it's within this like strange context is like where they're in the garden and camila is like i don't know just like really pouring out her heart and being like yeah i'm gonna i'm gonna regret that like i don't like myself like i obviously like have these issues and like i'm just being toxic and i thought it would make myself feel empowered to like get back at these people but obviously i'm just like a mean person like that is to me like what makes this movie like real and like feel like the ending part of mean girls where you're like yeah when you're a girl it's super fucking hard and like you lash out and um I mean, I feel like I've talked about this on the pod before, but, like, Jane, do you have any toxic teen regrets? Like, toxic things you did? I feel like your answer was no, because you were nicer than me. Um, no, there are are definitely things that I regret, but looking back, it's not... I know why I did them, and it's so much just, like, teen, teen sadness and, like, dealing with other stuff. And I feel like now that I'm an adult, I do have... I am better equipped to have things I'm struggling with in life and, like, not project them onto other people and so even though i regret some of the things i did like i i am aware of why i acted that way you don't have like a one iconic like (sighs) this is 
my big thing. Sort of. My ex-best friend who dumped me, like, I should have handled our relationship better. And, like, I was fully in love with her brother. And, like... <gasps> but it sounds like she was also toxic. Better. Oh, but you were in love with her brother. It, it's complicated. And, like, I don't... I But then again, but that's where the whole, like, I was dealing with other stuff. And so I know well, why yeah. I was acting that way. Yeah. And, like, Camila sort of, like, opens up about that, too. And, like, explains that... But to her, it's like, well, the explanation for why I act like this is, like, because I'm poor and everyone else here is rich. And so, like, I feel like I have to keep up. Mm. Um, so, like, that's not <laughs> it's not that much of an impetus to be, like, super twisted. I also, like, like, how but poor it, is she? Not that. Yeah, how yeah, we poor like that is house. she? <laughs> not that poor. I what I was going to say is, like, I do. It, it did move me a little bit. Like, I I've talked about this in the pod before, but, like, in, like, late middle school, I, like, had a big fight with a friend and she ended up exiting our friend group and it was like largely I think like of my orchestration and I like was awful and I like I think that I at that age didn't know about like how to apologize when you've like gotten to that point of just like fighting and fighting and fighting you're just like how can we go back which I think this movie does a good job of her having that speech of being just like I'm tired like and also, like, doing mean shit and, like, living with it forever, basically. Like, when she did her speech, like, I legitimately was like, oh, yeah. Like, I look back and I, like, still regret that. Um, so, like, I, I liked it. And then I – and then it takes us into, like, unbelievable land, like yeah. you're saying. Mm-hmm. Um, I will say, like, a secret is that I was also, like, when I watched Mean Girls for the first time, I was also, like, how will this end? And I didn't love it the first time. Huh. And I still, like – Obviously, I'm fine with it now and, like, um, go back and that's not what is necessarily my favorite part of the movie, but, like, I love the movie. And so I, like, wonder if there's a chance that people who are in high school now will imbibe it the same way. I don't know. Mm. It is It is an interesting comparison. To me, what's different about Mean Girls is, like, the suggestion is just, like, the whole school is kind of clean yeah. Which which is this crazy, unbelievable fantasy. But then they have, like, the new Mean Girls that, that come in that haven't, like, learned their lesson yet, which feels really, really. realistic. Whereas with um, well, this is just Do about Revenge, it's just about the two people. And Max. And I guess Max. Which I, I do like the credit scene of him <laughs> in his little, like, therapy prison. Oh, yeah, and they all, like, look like terrible people. Yeah. I don't know. I don't oh, think we I... didn't even... We didn't even talk about Russ and how much we don't care about him. Yeah, he doesn't matter. I don't actually care about either of the love stories. It's funny because when I Google this movie, it's like a queer, a queer rom-com, like a queer um, wow, teen yeah, comedy. No and I'm like, it's not, like, it's not that queer. It's not that I mean, much queer. Don't get me wrong. Like, Gabby is hot and, like, has the best out. Like, Gabby has great outfits in this. She's, like, a dream girlfriend. But, like, truly, it's not about the love stories. Like, there's too much for it to be about the love stories. I thought they were maybe going to get together, the main character. Like, when I read that it was, like, a queer story, I was like, well, they are going to get together. That didn't happen. That would have been maybe more interesting. I don't know if it was, it would be honest, but. It's also because the girl from Hello Goodbye is, like, very forgettable. Sorry. She's better in this. She's she was better in this. You're you confusing me. You're, you're confusing me. On one hand, she's the best outfits. On the other hand, she's forgettable. I'm saying the character was, like, do I like the actor? Not really. <laughs> okay. Um, I don't think I actually addressed your question of, like, Mean Girls v-, uh, v Do Revenge, and so I'll have to think about that more. That's okay. Um, We've come to the end. Wow. Right? Yeah. 
We're at, we we're gonna answer or we were we are gonna answer three questions. The first question is, Jane, is this movie good or bad? I think it's good. I agree. I think this movie is good. I think it's trying to do something stylistically interesting, and I like that. And I'm excited to see what happens to this director and if she's like gonna be a big teen director, you know? Big teens. Jane, did you like the movie? I did like it. Um, Just reiterating, I wish they took things further and just made it even weirder. And I wish the ending was a little cleaner, but I enjoyed myself. Yeah, maybe they could have. Yeah, it almost feels like the first half of the movie was really tight. And like the second half was like not as edited. Tight. Okay. I liked it. I think that I would put on just the first half of it and then stop watching (laughs) When there's, like, resolution, um, which maybe is bad. I also think I... I think a lot of people will like screen capping and, like, jiffing it. Oh, yes. That's a good point. And and in some way, it's, like, more just, like, a very Instagrammable movie. And maybe that's of the times. Okay, um... (laughs) What type of teen is this movie for? I mean, I'm confused about this because it feels like this movie was written for me and not for real teens. Agreed. I think that... As I said, I think this writer is very good at chameleoning, like, any discourse. Um, I do think that Gen Z likes to not only know their own culture, but also know everything about millennial pop culture and then make fun of it. Oh, yeah. And so I can see, like, for example, former guest Karishma (laughs) watching this movie and being like, of course they did this. You know what I mean? Like I would those millennials. I would love to hear a take. Well, <laughs> well, too bad. Um, I did want to bring up one last question about this movie, and it's about theaters in general. Like, why was this movie not in theaters? Obviously, that's just like financial bullshit. But yeah, deals, would deals, this, deals, deals. Would this movie have done well in theaters? Are there teen movies in theaters? Obviously, we saw Bodies, Bodies, mm. Bodies, but that felt more. Like no, that's A twenty four horror yeah. and A twenty four right. Are there real teen movies that that make it to the theater? This should have been a teen movie in theaters. I think this could have done okay. All I think, I think so too. I think there's just like too much over our heads. That's the art of the deal, you know. Like we just don't know. Yeah, we don't know the art of the deal. <laughs> uh, what are you watching these days? Um, we started watching Better Call Saul, and <gasps> I really like it. And and wow. I am not someone who's good at like watching good TV, and I feel like I'm enjoying this, and and I want to keep watching. So I'm proud of myself, Jane. I feel like you would like industry. I think also, I would too. Also, that's not true. I think you're. I think when you are convinced and you make the choice, you're good at watching good TV. I think it's like the first pass at it that's like the trick for you yeah would you agree with that i'm very like, I think, stubborn like, about something there's just like a hurdle yeah there's and once you make it hurdle. over you're like oh yeah of course i love severance you know mm-hmm. <laughs> oh but severance was like right off the bat i fucking loved it nothing can compete with severance it's my favorite show of all time wow okay um <laughs> oh my god what have i been watching lately uh fuck i didn't think about this um to be honest, I was uh, on a work trip in D.C., and so I was watching a little bit of, like, my the K-drama that I still haven't hadn't finished. I, like, I actually hadn't watched it since I talked about it in the episode last, which is Business Proposal. Um, still think that it's a good comedy. Um, 
But I also, like, wanted to say that I went to a, like, work dinner and one of the, like, clients who was there was talking about the show Industry, which I like, but he kept calling it The Industry, and it was one of those situations where I was like, well, I don't want to correct him. Yeah. Because <laughs> we're, like, at a work dinner and he's, like, our client. I <laughs> also, was, like, I need to it was defend, driving me up the wall. I need to defend DC and just say work trips make places seem bad. Oh, that's fine. My opinion of DC was not formed from this work trip. It may also oh. have to do with, like, my best friend, like, being, like, dumped really dramatically there. Anyway, um... That would be you know, very I just traumatic. have bad associations. Um, Jane, do you know what time it is? No! Is it time for a quiz? Hey, I have a quiz. <laughs> yes! Yay! It's time for a quick pop quiz. It's truly a pop quiz because I truly didn't know it was coming. I know. I thought about it and I was like, I'm not going to tell her. It's which Riverdale character are you? Okay, that's so fun. Do you want me to? Camilla. Do you want me? Do you want me to quiz you? No. Okay. I like to give it. Okay. The mysterious town of Riverdale. Okay. The mysterious town of Riverdale <laughs> is filled with menacing and dangerous characters. But where would you fit in at Pop's Chocolate Shop and La Bonne Take this quiz to find out if you're a South Side, South, South Side Serpent, Pretty Poison. Vixen or Bulldog? You have no idea what I'm saying. You have no idea what words I'm saying. What I do know is that Le Bon, bon Nui is the club she starts in the basement. The yeah, that she easy. somehow can. Yeah, and Camille I love Ma- that she Camille calls it could. Le Bon Nui, whatever it is. What do you order at Pop's Chocolate Shop? Oh, actually, this is good for you because you're a diner teen. Ugh. Vanilla milkshake, chocolate milkshake, cherry soda, burger and fries, grilled cheese, Strawberry milkshake. Why was that at the bottom? That's so strange. Um, burger and fries. I'm a, I'm overall savory gal. Are you a milkshake gal? The I think we've sort of touched on this before. Like the the weight of 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 mm. nutritional information weighing down upon me has made it so I've never just ordered a milkshake as a drink and not worth it. Yeah, but I do enjoy them. Do you like which? Them? Vi- oh oh no. Yes, I do. Um, but only chocolate. Um, sorry, I just clicked next and I think you'll have a problem with this. Which villain are you most afraid of? You don't know anything. Which villain are you most afraid of here? The Black Hood, Chad Gecko. I don't remember who that is. Penelope Blossom, the Gargoyle King, Hiram Lodge, or Penny Peabody. Okay, I swear to God that the first thing you said is something in Teen Wolf. The Black Hood? <gasps> and the Gargoyle King. No, they're not. Okay, so I actually do recall these these things. Um, I'm gonna go with Penelope Blossom. Okay, who is Chad Gecko? <laughs> Where can we find you hanging out in Riverdale? Oh my god, this is a beautiful picture of Lily. Okay, the Blue and Gold Office. That's a school newspaper with Lily. La Bonne <laughs> the Mall, Pop's Chocolate Shop, <gasps> Fred Andrews Community Center, or the White Worm. Spelled with Ys. What's the white worm? That's where the drug heads like gang hangs out, the serpents. Okay, the mall. Absolutely. Let's <laughs> go to the mall. Choose a city to live in. Washington, D.C., New York City, Los Angeles, Boston, Riverdale, or Denver. <laughs> I, I, guess I'll go, I guess I'll go with New York because that's where I live. I love that it's like Riverdale. Oh, yeah, and Denver. <laughs> What's most important to you? Honesty, power, respect, loyalty, integrity, authenticity. Okay, a lot of these are similar. I'm going to go with authenticity. (laughs) Okay, okay, okay. 
What do you use to solve problems? My sharp tongue. My physical strength. Negotiation. Wit. Intellect. Money. Okay, Wait, again, a lot of these are similar. <laughs> like, my sharp tongue and negotiation, I would argue, are the same thing. I think sharp tongue is, like, in a bitchy way. Oh, bitchy. Okay, um, I guess, I guess wit. What's the difference between wit and intellect? Not, anyway, nothing. Pick a favorite clothing item. <gasps> Sweaters, dresses, miniskirts, beanies. <laughs> jeans or leather jackets <laughs> wow which characters do these items relate to I'll this is sweaters. an ew quiz <laughs> go with sweaters this is an ew quiz so this is the official quiz oh my god how many questions is this choose an after school activity newspaper club student council theater football cheerleading none of the above oh my god newspaper club i was in that none of the above pick a color yellow purple Red, black, blue, or pink? Purple. Lily, Lily Reinhardt is wearing a pink sweater in the photo. <gasps> Calculating results. Please enter in your email address. Oh, you got, you got got. You thought you got got at that party. This is the biggest you got got <laughs> ever. They're going to email you. <gasps> you got... Cheryl Blossom. Oh. Did someone say badass? There's no queen bee like Cheryl Blossom. <laughs> Putting people in their place is your forte, but using that sharp tongue gets exhausting. Rem- yeah, it does. Remember that showing your soft side doesn't make you weak. Uh, How do you feel? Uh, th- this is incorrect. It's just It also wrong. says something went wrong. An error has occurred and your entry was not submitted. Please try again. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, are they collecting this data and sending it to the government? <laughs> Twenty percent got Penelope Blossom. Wait, what's her name? Cheryl Chocolate- Blossom. Chocolate milkshake correlated with <laughs> drunk <Jughead> Jones. <laughs> Being in a gang, <laughs> you get swatted if you like enter the wrong results. <laughs> Thank you for doing that, Jane. Thanks for you- <laughs> giving it to me. Do you want to mention what the upcoming movie is? That's I not do. Jane. We we never get it right. We've had a we've had a bad run, but I'm to gonna- be fair. This is like fully my fault no 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 it's it's but but just in general we are we are wrong but i'm feeling very confident about next week that we're gonna do lizzie mcguire movie the lizzie mcguire movie which i'm very excited about well i haven't watched it in years also because i watched it so much and then i was like i need to take a break Mm, unfortunately Um, i have seen it (laughs) recently (laughs) jane what um what riverdale character do you relate to uh probably probably lily reinhardt she seems like the most normal betty Betty? does she seem like the most normal to you she becomes an fbi person Hmm. she loves mysteries so hmm yeah maybe that is you what do you mysteries and solving problems none of them oh Um, okay i don't know maybe kj appa's character because i'm just dumb dumb and hot yeah i would (laughs) love to be dumb and young dumb and full of gum and also trying to become a musician um, maybe I would open a club called La Bonne Nuit. Like, if I had the means to do so, like, maybe I would. Also, I would love to be, um, Charles Melton's character, because his character arc is that he's just, like, the hot sidekick to either, like, Veronica's dad and then, like, eventually Veronica, and just, like, her side piece, kind of, and, like, yeah, that would be nice. Okay, um, and he, he he's, like, helping his immigrant dad. <laughs> 
But Camila Camila Mendes star, we love her, right? Yeah, I I feel like I'm really coming around. Not that I not that I was ever like n- not around, but I'm coming even more around to her, and I'm I support. I'm happy for her. Good job. Coming even more around to her. That was under the bleachers. Our podcast about teen content. We would love if you hit that subscribe button, whatever way you get your podcasts. Don't forget to rate and leave us a review. And please share us with a friend. And with a teen. You can get in touch with us at underthebleacherspod at gmail.com and find us on Twitter at at bleacherteens. Also, subscribe to our Patreon if you would like us to choose you for roll call, <laughs> which we haven't done in a while, but I was just talking about it. And also, if you would actually like to get shouted out, on this podcast especially if you can't get enough and want some added perks at patreon.com slash under the bleachers pod okay we will see you next time under Under the bleachers. bleachers